Welcome back to the Casual Heresy Podcast. My name is Michael. And I'm Spencer. How's life, Spencer? It has been well, other than the dreary rain that we've had the last couple days, but how about you, Michael? See, I like dreary rain. I just, it it makes me happy. I don't mind it, it's just, I wasn't used to the thunder and the house shaking yesterday. That's very true. Thunderstorm in March is kind of strange. Mm Mm-hmm. But today we're going to talk about smoking, but I will open us up in prayer first. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, we give you all glory this day. May we do that in and through our bodies, in our mind, in our heart. We thank you for our listeners. We thank you for our friendship We ask that you keep everyone that we know and everyone that our listeners know safe in your hands. Thank you for blessing us with this day. We ask this all through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, smoking. If you're smoking, you better be on fire. I'm always on fire. For the faith. (laughs) (laughs) If I see smoke, it better be incense. That would be nice. I like incense. Me too. So, this is the, um, for me, this is something that, it's kind of sad in that it's something that I didn't think we would have to talk about in, like, any faith related? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think there was still a question about smoking. Smoking tobacco, to clarify, because smoking other things is a different issue. It's an issue, but it's a different issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why is smoking such a quotations, quote unquote, Catholic thing? See, I think that's the biggest lie of our generation. G.K. Chesterton did it. Yeah, and Matt Fred does it. There's there's big names out there right now who try to purport that it's a Catholic thing to do because it was before we knew that tobacco is uh, carcinogenic. Mm-hmm. It causes cancer. It just it does. Yeah, that's a scientific fact. Lung cancer. Um, smoking is the number one cause of lung cancer. And and so it's like Catholics used to consider smoking like drinking as long as it wasn't ruling your life mm-hmm. it was fine and but if we discovered that drinking alcohol caused like caused you to have cancer or inherently caused heart disease it does make you more likely to have heart disease but it doesn't directly cause it if you drink in moderation mm-hmm. but on the other hand, smoking, um, one out of every five heart disease deaths is directly related to smoking. Right. See, so. we've we've discovered that smoking is very, very bad for you. And since we discovered that, it's strongly discouraged by the church because you're doing something that you know voluntarily to be addictive mm-hmm. and you know it to be detrimental to your health. It's like, um, I don't know, I can't think of an example of a comparable but it's 
Like something else that's bad for you? Like that? Th- like doing that you know is dangerous. That Catholics do? Well, see, Catholics don't usually do things like this. That's exactly. Why. Exactly. It's, it's um, it's like I, drugs. Yeah, I was going to say, it's like most of the harder drugs, they don't give you cancer, but they, they are addictive and they, they kill you. They hurt you. Mm-hmm. And so it's... You aren't your self if you're constantly hooked to this mm-hmm. and having withdrawals and having highs from it. Mm-hmm. And it's because it was a culturally Catholic thing, like even a hundred years ago, people now have latched onto it in attempt in, I think, to re reincarnate what is old in the faith and what has been lost a lot of the good parts of the catholic culture that have been lost but that was not a good part of the catholic culture yeah smoking <laughs> like of, Come on. of all the things of all the things i mean you could bring back um saint francis is looking at us in a window <laughs> <laughs> that's fun out of context um, <laughs> um it was a statue of saint francis don't worry we're not dead yeah um, but and we don't have visions like that. You could you could bring back you could bring back the the casual drinking that has been stigmatized by so many people. And in many ways, it's the same people that purport smoking is a good thing and condemn drinking as sinful. Mm-hmm. And it's like I, I'm I'm confused by that because it's the same line of thinking that justifies both. Yeah. If you're going to ignore the fact that smoking gives you cancer, which we know nowadays they did not know a hundred years ago. So this is why it's dis- disappointing to me that this is even a discussion. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm sure it is to you too. Like the opening question is what makes smoking a Catholic thing? Absolutely nothing. But like many Catholics think a lot of things. Mm-hmm. There, <laughs> it's not true. There are Catholics that are not pro-life. Yeah. Like our president, for example. And yeah, and so his administration. Just because you are a Catholic and you think something is right, and this applies to me and Spencer too, mm-hmm. that doesn't make it right. That doesn't make it wrong. That doesn't make it anything. That's why we have the church. Mm, exactly. And the church tells us doing things that are dangerous for your health are immoral. Mm-hmm. Doing things voluntarily that you know to be highly addictive is immoral. So... There's two strikes against smoking. And then what is the benefit? Even from a secular ethics perspective, what what is the benefit? Socializing. Socializing. That, like that's the farthest out I'll go mm-hmm. to say that's a benefit. Mm-hmm. You can socialize without having smoke around you and smoking in your lungs. Yep. Because it doesn't make sense that, like, smoking clearly affects you. It makes you age quicker, gives you wrinkles quicker, and it makes the inside of your body age quicker because you're giving yourself cancer. Gives you a voice that sounds like sandpaper on a chalkboard. Right. And coughs like you're 50 years old while you're in your 20s. But, And I think part of it is it for people our age it's something that's quote unquote cool 
and traditional and traditional that they can do as a Catholic. But if that's your guiding compass, I don't know, move to LA and join a drug cartel. Like <laughs> that's supposedly cool. If that's all that matters to you, right? The teachings of the church matter less than looking cool. Then do whatever you want, but stop claiming it to be a Catholic thing. Like, yeah, it's like gluttony. Yeah. In a sense, but it's an offshoot. At least with gluttony, you're supposed to have food in your system. You're not supposed to have smoke in your lungs. And people that smoke and claim they smoke, but they don't, it doesn't go down into their lungs. That That's foolish. Mm-hmm. To me, it's like if you were to take all the seatbelts and all the airbags out of your car, and drive it around really, really fast. With no windshield. With no windshield. And be like, this is what the cars J.R.R. Tolkien drove were like. So therefore, it's Catholic. That's total nonsense. <laughs> First off, it's a logic error. Not just Catholic smoked. Ergo, it's not a Catholic thing. It's an old-fashioned thing. Mm-hmm. Also, it's stupid. Because you're going to hurt yourself. Yeah. There, there we go. That's the comparison I was trying to think of earlier. That's the best I can do. <laughs> Cars from 100 years ago. Cars from driving around a, like a Model T Ford at like maximum speed everywhere you go. <laughs> it's it, it's not smart. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> The Catholic Church's teachings don't change. As we discover new things that move things like smoking to different categories within within the church's teachings like we didn't know that it was harmful to your health at all until like i think the 60s the 50s somewhere in there mm-hmm. one amazing a lot because, of people did it <laughs> because people have been doing it for like hundreds of years before that but somehow they didn't realize mm-hmm. but so we didn't know so t- t- and again to claim that it's a catholic thing just because famous catholics did this a hundred years ago i'm sure I guarantee, in fact, I know there's an example of a famous now saint, because he was martyred, who was an opium addict. Mm-hmm. And St. Mark? Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you, do you know the story better than I do, I think? Yeah, he was, he was addicted to opium, and he would go to confession, and... He would keep having to go to confession because he was addicted to, I think it was originally like for something, but he got addicted to it. It was actually for like surgery or something. Kind of like the opiate crisis here in America today. Yeah. Yeah. And then he, he would go to confession and he went enough to the point where the priest is like, you aren't actually sorry because at this point when he lived they didn't realize that there's like addiction to like you can get addicted to stuff like that and so they the priest thought he just had a problem and it was just sin and that's all it was it wasn't anything like aside from that or deeper in the roots which it is a sin but like just calling it out as a sin and confessing isn't going to help heal the addiction fully necessarily. So then he 
he was just praying to God that he would be martyred because he couldn't handle this. And I think it was for some, maybe, you can correct me if I'm wrong in the comments or something, but I think it was like 30 years he didn't receive the Eucharist because he never um, was absolved of his sins. And then he got the chance at martyrdom in China, you know, communist China. So then he, then he asked to be the last person to be beheaded. So they wouldn't have to, his family wouldn't have to see it. And so there you go. By the same logic that people like Matt Fred justify smoking, Catholics can be crackheads and should be crackheads because there was a Catholic who was an opium addict his whole life and still became a saint. <laughs> it's like the fact that people in the past didn't know something was wrong and can claim total invincible ignorance to its sinful qualities does not justify our morality today. Yeah, because there is no ignorance today. I mean, when you buy tobacco products, they are required by law to put warnings on them that this causes cancer. It's why you don't see ads for tobacco anymore. Because it's so heavily regulated. And also because they don't need to. It's so addictive that people who buy it are going to buy it. Mm-hmm. They, don't and they can raise those prices super high. Mm-hmm. Super expensive. And it's like we this I'm going to get a little bit off topic. But the fact that uh, smoking, the tobacco, not even smoking it, you could be snuffing it, you could be chewing it, it causes cancer. Tobacco mm-hmm. causes cancer. Out of all of the drugs that we've chosen to regulate in this country, that one we didn't. Because it was high class. And it was cool. It was rad. But, but I kid you not, I am by no means in favor of legalizing weed. But weed is less dangerous than tobacco. Oh, yeah. In every measurable way. Mm-hmm. It's not addictive. It, well, it, I, I think it is. Anything could be addictive. In high quantities, it can cause brain damage a little bit, but it's not going to give you cancer. It's not like you do this more than once, you're probably going to die a horrible, painful death in like 30 years. Hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. It's... And, and there it's are still not great, but it's yeah. If you think about the things, is. there are there are. I, I don't know the scale. There is a scale though for ranking how addictive things are in comparison to each other, and there are things that like you can do it once, and just walk away. Mm-hmm. And um, there, I think even things like most things are in that category, but then doing it twice gets more iffy Hmm. that's where things like opium and nicotine cocaine and nicotine are yeah i mean things like heroin though that you do it once you're addicted to it you can't not be your system and and we're talking um i should i should clarify we're talking chemical addiction biochemical addiction your body becomes dependent on this chemical in order to function normally and i'm i'll be the first to say i am biochemically addicted to caffeine i am (laughs) Spencer knows this. Anyone who knows me knows this. And I'm not. <laughs> the thing is, if I'm not going to die because I drink caffeine, mm-hmm. they 
There's, in fact, some studies that show having coffee in the morning is good for your heart. No, I'm not saying that's definitely true because people go back and forth on that. It's kind of like egg whites and egg yolks. Mm -hmm. The medical community goes back and forth every 10 years on whether or not it's a good thing or a bad thing. Mm -hmm. But it's not going to kill you. It's not going to give you cancer. So so the, the problem isn't necessarily the biochemical addiction. The problem is what it does to you if you try to quit. The problem is what it does to you if you keep using it. The problem is what it does to you while you're using it. See, mm-hmm. So like marijuana that makes you not yourself. It's basically like being drunk. So that's the problem with marijuana. People ask you, what's your problem with weed as a Catholic? It's not because it's a drug. It's not because it might be addictive. It's not because you're smoking something. It's because you smoke it and it makes you not yourself. Mm-hmm. It makes you not who God made you to be. That's not the problem with smoking. Tobacco. Because tobacco... I mean, you can get a nicotine high, but that's more similar to, I don't know, being uh, a buzz caused by alcohol mm-hmm. or even drinking a lot of caffeine. Really. So the problem with tobacco isn't that it, it makes you not yourself. It's that if you do it continually, it'll kill you. Mm-hmm. And people who know me know that I there was, a few, there was a period of a few months where I did smoke. I had friends who smoked, and I smoked cigars with them. But like every time I did it, I knew how disappointed my family would be in me. I knew how disappointed I was in myself. The last time I could start to feel it in my lungs for like a day afterwards. This is the thing I only did like three times, by the way. Yeah. And I'm, and I knew like I had to stop. Mm-hmm. I knew as I knew it wasn't right. In the same way, when you're lying about someone, when you're gossiping, you know that's not right in your heart of hearts. And yeah. that is not true for most people with things like drinking alcohol or drinking caffeine now there are circumstances psychological or medical where that can be come a problem of sin or medicine depending on mm-hmm. which way you look at it but also smoking affect your family relationships if a family member is heavy smoking and they have to just go out and have a smoke, then that you lose the time to like have company and spend time with each other. Unless you want to go out there and get second hand, which is also bad for you. And it's... That's not a good way to go. If you've ever met or seen someone who had... has survived or died from lung cancer or throat cancer or mouth cancer that is not a pleasant way to die yeah and i don't want to lose my jaw yep so um i have family that died of lung cancer i didn't know them well because i was young when they died but it i think everyone has that everyone Mm -hmm. has somebody an older relative they knew who died of lung cancer or something that stemmed from it. Mm -hmm. And secondhand smoke is also a thing that's, but that's kind of beyond your morality, your moral ability to control. Mm -hmm. I mean, the thing you should avoid is doing things to yourself that can cause cancer and avoid areas 
mm-hmm. and where you choose to stand or sit that surround you with potential things like that. Like a concert. Concerts, people smoke, especially if it's an outdoor concert, mm-hmm. even if it's indoor. So you have to just prepare yourself. Yep. And you shouldn't get on your high horse and try and tell people to stop smoking because 99.999% of the time they can't. And they know they should. Mm-hmm. Because like I said, as you're doing it, deep down, you know you shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. It's At this point, it has been so stigmatized that you can't exist in this world and still think it's a good thing to smoke, except for random uber-tratty Catholics who think it makes them like Tolkien and Chesterton. But yeah. it, it, you know, it also makes you like Winston Churchill and FDR and everyone else who was alive at that time. Mm-hmm. It's still not good. It still doesn't justify the killing of your lungs. And is that going to, is smoking going to help you lead like is smoking going to help you let Christ live through you to lead souls to heaven oh absolutely not there's no correlation none at all it doesn't make you smarter it doesn't make you holier it does nothing it makes you dumber if anything and people use the socializing argument for alcohol as well that they say that justifies it because you have interactions with people at a bar or in a restaurant when you're drinking that you wouldn't have otherwise. Mm -hmm. And I think if you are somebody who is not addicted to alcohol, alcohol is a moral neutral. It's not something that we should try to glorify. It's not something we should try to vilify. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. And alcohol doesn't give you chronic bronchitis. Yeah, exactly. So I have a question for you, Spencer. Mm Mm-hmm. Which of the Ten Commandments does smoking violate? Thou shall not kill. Bingo. Yourself or cause damage to other people. Yep. And then, so implied in the Fifth Commandment is hurting anyone, physically or emotionally, yourself included. So if you're sitting there one day even just thinking like, oh, I'm a piece of crap. That's also violating the fifth commandment, not in the severity of a way that something like smoking or punching someone in the nose is, mm-hmm. but it's that is implied in the fifth commandment. And you're saying no to the word of God that we were made in the image and likeness. We were made good in God. And if you think about the scientific beauty of what lungs do, Right. If you think about how complicated that is, it takes blood, thins it out to like a like what like a membrane level thing, and oxygenizes it, oxygenates it. I don't know how to say Something that. Like that. Mm-hmm. And then it sends it back to your heart. Like we don't know how to do that. I think we have finally developed a machine that can replace lungs if need be, but it's like the size of an industrial walk-in fridge, <laughs> like. And it has to circulate your blood like constantly. Mm. We don't. It, it's it's taking a, a beautiful part of God's creation and literally dumping tar on it. That's what you're doing. 
We see yeah. pictures of of like the the, the Exxon Valdez spill. On all those Dawn soap bottles of the ducks and the seals mm-hmm. that were covered in oil, and we're gonna clean them up and covered in tar. Well, that's what you're doing to your lungs. <laughs> mm-hmm. And 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 God made that too. He made you just like He made the seals and the ducks and everything. Yeah. There's also a fact that between thirty-seven and forty thousand, thirty-seven thousand and forty thousand. People die each year from secondhand smoke. That's just a big number. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> secondhand. But I, I understand that because like if you work someplace where there's a lot of people smoking, often you have to walk past them or if to get into to where you work. Yeah. And I think often it's probably kids too mm-hmm. that die if their parents smoke inside or if somebody in the apartment building or something. And I, okay, I get it. I am an old-fashioned person. I am an old soul by most measures that you can mm-hmm. check that by. It doesn't make it more Catholic. It doesn't make it cool. Yeah. It makes it dumb. It's a waste. Like it justifying it is like justifying killing protestants because they have different beliefs because that was a thing yep that was a thing it was a bad thing yeah but there's you can justify anything by saying catholics used to do this Mm -hmm. (laughs) that is a slippery slope right (laughs) there have been catholics who were i guarantee there were catholics who were mass murderers Mm -hmm. and paul yeah uh yeah like you said killing protestants Selling indulgences. That did happen. Mm-hmm. Not as commonly as people think, but it did happen. Why can't I be the Pope when Francis is the Pope right now? We've had anti-popes. Yeah. Like, yeah. justifying that. Catholics had anti-popes. Let's have another one. Those those anti-popes were Catholic. Mm-hmm. One of them's a saint, actually. Only one of them, though. And he was the last one. I think that's part of why he's a saint. <laughs> <laughs> but it's... It's a it's a slippery slope of logic, logical errors. I should say there's not mm-hmm. much logic to it, but I mean it just kills your system. It it doesn't help you fight off infection. It actually affects you to be your immune system to be unable to fight off infection as well. So all of it is negative. There's I have yet to hear a, a real positive other than the oh it. Gives the individual a high or something, if that's even a benefit. Go to adoration, my gosh. <laughs> if, right. you need a, if you need a little high, just go to do some praise and worship. Get a Jesus high. That's like, right. I don't know. Exercise. Get Yeah, runner's something. high. There's yeah. other ways to get a high. And high is not actually a bad thing, as long as it doesn't affect your mental state. Mm-hmm. But I digress. Same disease. Would you like to close us in a prayer, Michael? Sure. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, we praise you and thank you for this day. Um, We thank you for this opportunity for conversation. We ask you to bless all our listeners. Bless all those affected by addiction. Um, Help all those trapped in addiction to be free from it. Um, Um... Help us to grow this podcast, to grow this family, 
and grow ever closer to you. We ask all this in your precious and holy name. Amen. And the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Be sure to share this with your friends. Share this with your family. Um, shoot us an email at casually.heretical at gmail.com for topics or comments. Or just how you're doing. Follow Life Cheers on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. And support us on Patreon if you feel the move to. We would love the support and it would definitely help us keep moving this podcast forward and giving you guys the best content that we can. So from from us to you, God bless. Peace.